Hey y'all, this is Summer from the Future Editing, and I want to apologize upfront for the tinny quality of the audio in this episode. Believe it or not, we are 40 episodes in, and we are still trying to figure out how to get consistent audio quality. So apologies, and hope you can bear with us. Hello and welcome to the HEA Book Club. I'm Summer O'Toole. I'm a romance author. With me is my best friend and co-host, Kelsey. Hello, world. (laughs) And our guest today is Angie from Her Soul for Books. Hi, (laughs) y'all. And we're going to be talking about all things spooky season, Halloween books, the the witchy vibes we are going to be talking about charming your dad by sarah blue and ghost by cat blackboard and before we do that weekly hook i will go first (laughs) (laughs) so i'm pretty sure i already texted like both of you guys about this so it won't be new and i'm sorry listeners but i'm gonna have to bleep out for gabby's sake In, in terms of like what she would be comfortable on the airwaves Basically, we were having sex, and I was like, and then she, and it was just great. You must not want to, like, beeped out too much, but, like, you got to the point there. Yep. 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 I feel like whenever you ask your partner to do something and they deliver, it's always, like, so good. It's just, yeah. It really is. It brings that extra level of spice to it. Like, not only are they doing what you asked, which you know is going to turn you on, but on top of that, they just listen to you, which is a turn on in itself. And they know that it's going to like, it's the psychology behind it, right? Yeah. I also love when it's like, I can say something like one sentence and it happens exactly the way I want it. Instead of being like, oh, I was thinking kind of go like this. And then maybe like we do that, like, you know, like trying to, if you, you can, kind of ruin the mood if you like get into describing <laughs> like a freaking powerpoint we understood the assignment yeah, we did <laughs> props, serious props and Kelsey yeah. is summer I don't even know okay do you want me to tell you weekly hot for you yeah summer you pick for me <laughs> <laughs> okay so in the beginning of the week Kelsey was telling me about this guy who she had been dancing with a few times as a friend. They He bought her a book because she bought him a book? Or no, you recommended a book? No, I just told him what my favorite book was and he went and got it on like Audible and like immediately oh. started listening to it the next day. And then he bought me his favorite book. Yeah. Dang! <laughs> and Kelsey was like, I don't think he likes me. Like, And I was like, in there, he literally bought you a book and you're like he bought me a book as a thank you for teaching him how to dance and I'm like mm. like I think you're just not picking up what he's playing down so anyway, that's how the week started mm-hmm. the week ended with Kelsey giving me a tour of her body and all of the different bruises on her as well as a full-on visible handprint 24 hours later on her ass cheek Damn. So he liked her. (laughs) (laughs) Safe to say. (laughs) Safe to say. In the end, we got there. There was a conversation in the middle where I was like, yo, I thought you were friend zoning me. And he was like, et cetera, et cetera. So there was like a talk where like, I wasn't completely missing signals. Because like, he was putting out friend zoning vibes. And then things changed. Obviously. My body, my body proves it. (laughs) (laughs) I have the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have the receipts still some photo evidence on my phone here <laughs> uh, Angie, okay my turn I try to think about something good but my weekly hot has been losers like finally reading that book mm-hmm. oh, it delivered I was like what it delivered on everything that I wanted because like this is a full-length novel for from the dare I don't know if y'all read that by Harley LaRue 
And it's also a good Halloween read, by the way, the novella, because it takes place on a Halloween party. And it's very short, very spicy, very kinky. And then we got the full-length novel now. <laughs> anyway, it delivered everything. It was just, yeah. So not too much happened because it's cold. I'm not going out. I mean, I went out Sunday for a hike. That was good, too. And you got flurries today, which I know well, is not exciting for you. But yeah, No, it is exciting. I love snow. But I'm like, it's a little too early for that. Yeah, it's only October. That's a little... Yeah, yeah. I think they were they were just confused. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. It, it's cold, but it's not it's my time yet. What what do we do? Anyway, what were you going to say, Kelsey? I don't remember now. <laughs> Yay. Mother, Yay. It's also confused because it's 90 degrees where I live. And it's October. Oh. So. Wowzer. Yeah. It was somehow <laughs> it, I woke up to 23 degrees today. Out of nowhere. That's aggressive. All I know is for me... Like, I would love for it to be 22 degrees and wet and rainy where I live. However, my Halloween costume is scant this year, and I need it to be warm through Halloween if I'm going to survive. Because when I get cold, I, like, turn into a shell of a human being, and I just don't have fun until I'm warm again. So I don't want my Halloween to be spent me in, like, a sick-ass costume, but cold yeah. as well. You know? Exactly. But yeah. other words sound nice. Yeah, last Halloween, I had to, I forgot the word, improvise, <laughs> uh, because it was cold, and I was like, I'm not going to wear my Halloween costume, because Austin went as a pirate, okay, it was very <laughs> taken serious, and I was going to go as one as well, but I had like a skirt and stuff, and I was like, I'm not going to do that, so I delved into special effects makeup, Ooh. and I took I plucked my eye out. <laughs> like, like that was the makeup that you did? Like you just like pull out your eye? Like fake? Yeah, no. Like I put stuff in it to like cover my eye. And then I made as if it was like a, I don't know, like an injury that I had a big ass hole in my eye. <laughs> have pictures. Yes, I can. I can send later. That's just like casual. You're like, wow, I just needed to pivot to plucking out my eye. And make right, it right. I was like, if I can't go cute, I'm gonna go gory. So <laughs> anyway, which is a great segue mm. into one of the books we're talking about today, because Ghost by Cat Blackthorn is takes place in a town where they have a month long Halloween masquerade party where the requirement to get in is you must be unrecognizable. Yep. And Angie, take it away with the rest. So me and Angie read the same book, and Kelsey and Angie also read the same book. But two different. So, two different. Yeah, but two yeah. different books. <laughs> Angie's like the, is going to be our spooky season connoisseur. And... <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Summer, do you want some help? Okay. Let me just give a quick little recap fizzle of what happened today. So yesterday, I was supposed to get my manuscript back for my proofreader. I got it back this morning at 6 a.m. So then I had to go through and, like, accept all the changes and stuff. Then I had to figure out how to use this new formatting software because I had messed up when I was booking my cover and formatting and I only had paperback, so I needed an ebook formatter. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it myself. So I had to learn this new software and formatted my entire manuscript today. And then my cover designer sent over a new cover design. It's really simple. She just like took off the watch so you can see the full tattoo on the hand. But then that meant that we had to like change all the graphics, which I'm really happy about. So and Val honestly didn't ask that all of it. And then we did a couple of tests of sending the like arc and the formatting wasn't working. Then I had to wait to hear back from response from the software. And they're like, oops, that's how it is. And then I sent all the arcs out to people like straight to Kindle. But apparently with straight to Kindle, you can only do 15 at a time. So I got 88 error messages. Oh. <laughs> My phone is just going like, and then I did it by 15. 
and then it's out and up and I am so so excited and I am so grateful everyone that wanted an arc and is excited to read it but it just was like a lot of my mental energy seriously yeah and now it now my brain is like working in like half speed or it's just like stopping mid-thought so with that in mind Angie's gonna be the one who tells us a little bit more about ghost Okay, let's see if my goldfish memory helps me out today. So yeah, like Summer said, it takes place in Ash Grove, which is a, which is a little town that has this Halloween, like month-long Halloween masquerade. And we follow the story of our girl Blythe. And she is running from someone in her past. And she's trying to survive him. And <laughs> and she goes to this town and then she meets like this guy with the skeleton mask. And they go from there, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens there. We have witches, we have, we have wolves, dragons, and it's a very, very good Halloween or spooky season read. And... Uh, I'm gonna go through the to the, the spicy scenes that I have. So it's why choose. But like on the first book, it doesn't like it doesn't happen much. I think it's a why choose, yes. Okay. Because so, it doesn't make sense for us to have all the other books. It's not a why choose. Unless it's yeah, no, it's it's, it's a why choose. Never mind. So it's a why so it's a why choose over a month. But they haven't Wait, what? Over a month long period of time? Yeah, like the, the, the party, like the Halloween quote-unquote party, like a month long, and it's in like the little town that somehow the GPS doesn't know about. But the wide choose is it, the, the story ends in a cliffhanger, and there's yeah. going to be four books, so it doesn't wrap up with this book, yeah. and yeah. we're going to get like more of the other guys in her little yeah. group in the, the next one is so dragon yes yeah. yeah. so the first one is mostly with Ames yeah okay what is Ames he's a demon <laughs> and uh, he's a what he's a demon oh a demon okay yes and uh, there is a very nice graveyard scene I'm not gonna uh, should I elaborate on this one <laughs> yeah I, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say the same thing that I said on my TikTok that somehow is still like popping off because apparently people like demons and they're at the graveyard on a how do you call tombstone mm-hmm. and he goes in <laughs> with his human form <laughs> And he switches to his demon form while inside her. Oh, and she feels the change. And I was, after that chapter, I literally had to like take a break <laughs> and go drink some water because it was. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had too many like Halloween or just not even like demons, but like I know that they can change their form. And yeah. I can imagine all of a sudden having a demon in their human form and then they turn into their demon form, which is usually like, bigger maybe some horns who knows what's going on with their appendages but like fork tongue please yep 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 there's also another scene later on that is blight and ghost but then we have two spectators so yeah i mean everyone gets some action but <laughs> this kind of turned into like a giant sex club but like on halloween or like during the festival but, like a way to think about it well between the, the four of them okay just between the four of them got you i mean five oops four for now because we have daddy is <laughs> 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 not very present here the okay. devil very much a wide shoes situation. Yep, very much. And I am so looking forward to the second book. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It also has really good plus size rep, cat rights, plus size women, and main sure. characters really well. So there's this great scene where she goes into the like a costume shop in the beginning and she's like, Oh yeah, you know, you probably don't have anything that fits me. And Yesenia, who is I don't I think she's like the owner's granddaughter or something. Yeah. Um, she's like, Oh girl, like I stock extended sizes because like I need them and I'm shopping from here so like (laughs) why would I not stock them which is awesome just like you know the fact that I know a lot of stores don't carry extended sizes and she very like point blank was like oh what size are you like a 22 24 and a lot of times there's ambiguity in like plus size rep like for Harlow and make me she's mid-size and I don't really like, I don't mention, like, specific sizes because I wanted it to be, like, very neutral and kind of in the background. But I appreciated that Kat wanted this to be a book with a hot plus-size woman in it. And it like, was, like, point blank. Like, this is her size. She's fat. She's hot. And now she's about to get railed in the graveyard. <laughs> she also posted a very nice sneak peek of the fan art today on her instagram so yeah you can clearly see the blice is a plus size girl which is good because sometimes fan art tend to ignore that okay as an outside perspective here what else should i know about this book should i know anything else before i pick it up and read it i was sold when i knew it was about a demon so i (laughs) (laughs) because clearly i'm on my demon face 2.0 i've been reading I think only two books this month were not <laughs> with the demon or half demon what is it about demons I don't know that's a good question I don't know <laughs> let's overanalyze it let's bring, oh my god um are you been spending all your hours reading Lena books right now <laughs> yes I don't know man I think the power of the word demon and <laughs> some of them have like special power for it example like the ultimate yeah gray. yes and uh, for example obviously for tongue we don't have to elaborate on that one mm-hmm. what else for example nightshade that came recommended by megan that's a dark a dark gothic romance paranormal romance and he has like some lightning powers Ooh. so he uses that sometimes I don't know, man. It's just it has the appeal. <laughs> yeah, I like the thought of lightning powers. I've read some fantasy romance books before with someone who had electricity. And like... Are you talking about Hunter? Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps I am. <laughs> yep, yep. I was actually just talking about A Court of Grands and Resins, just as like a side note, summer. <clears throat> with my downstairs neighbor who I got to read it and she's busted through two and a half books in like five days so I'm just gonna throw it out there that summer <clears throat> you should read it <clears throat> I, I committed that over win- our winter break I'm gonna read them I'm gonna read I'm gonna start them okay which one Akatar you can help me do in city she needs to do Akatar first I'm convinced as much as you're going to like Crescent City better, you still need to do Avatar first. That's very true. <laughs> By the way, Kelsey, did you, did you finish book two? Yes, I did. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm like, I, my friend and I were on the phone 3 a.m. Like, what's happening? What's going on? We saw each other the next day. We were still crying, dumbstruck. Like, I'm feeling so many emotions right now. <clears throat> Just reliving my emotions. From the last time I I need to reread it. I'm overwhelmed. Just just by the thought. And just by the thought of it. I know. I remember when I read that the first description of what happened there, I was like, hold on. What is going on here? Yeah. And and then it confirmed like a few pages later. I was like, oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait until next year. Sorry, sorry. 
we got derailed. <laughs> no, I love this. I love this because Kelsey, you know, has been bullied into reading Lords, which we, I would like an update on. But she, she's also had to listen to everybody else who I've bullied into reading Lords talk about Lords. So I am so happy that she gets to have her moment with someone who has read Carson City and can flail and screech with her because you guys can't couldn't see it because it's not on video for the audio podcast whatever obviously you know like in a book when they're like he like shoved his fingers through his hair like he was like stressed sort of thing I swear I've written a book and he basically that's like what Kelsey is doing and <laughs> yeah god <laughs> yeah Hopefully, maybe working. next time like, is it working Maybe next time, if I'm ever again here on the podcast, we'll be able to talk about Arkansas and Crescent City with Summer. <laughs> that would be incredible. And, and it could also, Summer, add Kelsey to the Lords and Dukes group chat so we can see the updates. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for Dukes. Kelsey, yes. by the way, have you started the third book? Where are you? Do you love Killian yet? No. Who do you like? No, you haven't started the third book or no, you don't love Killian yet? I don't think I've started the third book. I'm like 98% sure I haven't started it, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Is it Lord of Mercy? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's it? The third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me open it up. No, I haven't started it yet because here's what. I read book one and two so fast against my will, honestly. <laughs> against like no like my brain was just like you need to you need to continue to read it when I was having dreams where I was basically story and like not always in the best way but like in like kind of like some like mixed non-con way so I needed a breather so I took a breather relatable (laughs) I took a breather because my imagination is way too active which is usually why I avoid these books I do currently not have anything to read and now I'm looking at chapter one of book three so I'm probably just gonna start reading this tonight yeah book three gets fluffy yeah really yeah it's really yeah. like a little fluff yep yep it's like it's, real fluff. it's like there's some like genuinely like sweet sort of rom-commy moments where it's not like sweet and tender because something terrible just happened it's them just like actually getting along okay so they're learning how to be humans because they were learning how to be a human in book two yeah granted by the end that was shot but like aggressively so however they were still learning like there was some sweeter moments but then there's also all that like backhanded malice and like undercover thing were happening so it's genuine now. Wait, so you finished book two. You got past, she got past the football scene, right? I said they were watching, that they were watching. Yeah. 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 It's like halfway through book two, I think. Okay. I don't remember exactly like book, which one it is, but yeah. 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 Somewhere yeah. okay. up there. <laughs> okay. I just have one more question regarding words. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite so far? My favorite is. <laughs> I should don't say Wrath. Okay, it was Wrath, and it's no longer Wrath. It- Tristian! It is. Of course. Why everyone likes Tristian? Why, like, people don't like my emo boy? Only Val likes my emo boy. <laughs> Here's the thing about Tristian, though. Like, you get what you get, like, you know what you're going to get. You know that he has a soft side that's genuine because of his younger sisters, who he protects with his wife. He's the only one who comes from a semi-normal background. Normal being a really shitty word. Semi-holistic family background. So, like, these things make me know that even when he does all these very other crazy things, there's, like, the potential there for it to be very genuine and very authentic. So, I just, I know it's there. Compared to Wrath pulling that 180 and having me really like him and then me being like, you fucking slime ball, like shot through my heart, let alone Story's heart. Like, no, I couldn't do yeah. it. 
So he redeemed himself, so he's still my baby. <laughs> I don't know, I like the emo guys. I mean, I liked that too. I did. <laughs> I really did, but now he's just kind of on my shit list. Like he hasn't gotten off story shit list yet. He's not off mine. He'll come back to your good side. I hope so. Cause I yeah. Really have they all do for him. He like he do so hard. Does the second book end with the pit theme? The pit. Yeah, it does. Okay, that was like that was remember that. The pit when when she has to have sex on camera. It hurts. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If you said the name of the place, I would have remembered faster. Yeah. What's the name? Like of that it? was because because the pit scene, my mind is like House of the Dragons, Dragon Pit. <laughs> no, I, I have a lot of shit going on in my head. <laughs> um, no, the pit is like an amphitheater. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Stage basically. No, he was like gaining points back, but like, eh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll come back. Like, I'm sure that's gonna like count a lot for the future. But like at the moment in time, like. He was, it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to break your foot and then I'm going to hand you some flowers, you know, and maybe a box of chocolates, like right after I do it and say, hey, maybe I'm sorry. Like it just, it wasn't enough. You need to not like more needs to add up for him to get back in my good graces. It can't be like an even split of like, I do something super shitty and then I do something super great. And that's why you have to read the third book soon. (laughs) I'll start it tonight. Summer, remind me that I'm going to write the third book tonight after this. Yeah. I'm sure you'll love to remind me of that. Because <laughs> I'm honestly very, very curious to see what she's going to think about the first book of Dukes. So it goes Lords and then it goes Dukes? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because Summer, I only signed on for Lords. I just want to put that out there. I know, but you also just might want to read Duke. Is it... It's even better. My brain. Dukes as in from the same campus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They all have a trilogy. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I didn't understand the intricacies of the fraternity situation until now, right? Until the end of book two. So every single time that you said Lords and Dukes, I'm just picturing like, I don't know. There's been no association, but yes. Okay. I would probably want to read that. Yeah, and then later we're going to have princes and the barons. And who am I forgetting? I'm curious about the baron. I'm super curious about that. That scene when they went and snuck into the castle. Damn. Yep, yep. Summer, do you need a reference? Blood. Oh, the, the blood. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Why did I do this? This nobody can see it. What is what does it mean? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what does this represent? <laughs> that was supposed to be a code for me. Like I'm glad I remembered on my own. Okay, so we were talking about demons at one point. I actually have a question. I have a selfish <laughs> question about the Lord situation. <laughs> so I feel like one of the things that a lot of people always talk to about lords has said is that they like the fact that they're like upfront about being like this non-con wasn't like romantic this non-con wasn't like oh this was my this is how I showed my love and now he's changed and I love him like they kind of have a reckoning with what happened I recently wrote a scene for book two in the Fox family that went from that was supposed to be like a fun, like friendly competition of like who could get the other person off first. And it wasn't, it wasn't sitting right. And then it turned into like pretty much a non-con team. So I'm now thinking as this plot progresses, in my head, the plot previously did not really have it had some like dubcon, but not any like non-con. So in my head, I haven't been working in ways for that like reckoning to happen so I'm curious to hear from you guys who haven't read the book obviously because it's not written yet but like what how do you like to see those sort of like reckonings happen 
it also reminds me while you guys are thinking i'll just keep talking <laughs> it also reminds me of hd carlton obviously her series it's a duet haunting and hunting online there's been a lot of talk again lately every few months it like circulates about how she's like romanticizing sa and how she's like glorifying a rapist and all this stuff and somebody she did a question box on her instagram and somebody was like how can you keep like promoting your books like even though you say that they're like not romanticizing the rape when it is and her response was basically like i'm not romanticizing it it's not part of like their romantic relationship it's something that like Adeline has to be like, you did this. This was bad. I did not like this. Zaid has to be like, I did this. This was bad. And like, it's not like a, oh my God, he just like didn't know how to show his love. Like, I forgive him because, or just like ignoring it. You know what I mean? So I think that that conversation and that identification within the character line is super duper important. Like, if there isn't a conversation or a confrontation or a confrontation usually and then that conversation without some, like, genuine, like, we can see into the person's brain to realize how serious it is. Unfortunately, you write, you're reading, you're writing dual POV. So we can, we can see, like, if there is SA and there's a conversation and a conf- confrontation, we can then see how it's going to play out in both of their brains. I think that that's... Like, that's what I need, especially as someone with my own essay history in order to feel good about that moving forward or to, like, feel comfortable with it. And, like, it wasn't just romanticized, for lack of better words. And then I also feel like time needs to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not letting it go to a certain degree. Like, we can't be like, oh, we had one conversation about the fact that you essayed me and then we are done and everything's fine and dandy like nah like I feel like that shit's gonna keep coming up and maybe just in little ways not like in a like a huge dramatic way but like still in little ways to where it's still identified as a something that they're working through yep that's a really good point and I, I agree yeah I think the having the dual point of views and like not just having the the abuser make up for it in like gestures but have his point of view like you're in his head you're in his inner dialogue and you see that he is he's aware you know, to recognizing it yeah and and to some degree of course like it's still fiction we're not trying to get it necessarily to a point of like acceptable in the real world because let's be real a lot of things that happen that end up getting reckoned with using air quotes in these books like mm-hmm. in the real world those should not be reckoned with they should be like in jail so yeah absolutely yeah I also have like a few ideas that maybe I will we'll talk about later but I have a few ideas that initially I think we're going to be more like sweet sort of like emotional things that I might make more like confrontational like trying to you know can you use your words instead of miming something at us yeah like <laughs> like scenes like okay like so for like an okay I'm gonna use examples that aren't related to my book or like that aren't specific to my book so it's not giving anything away Okay, so let's say they're going to the ocean, they're going to the beach, and they, like, when they're teenagers, and they go to the beach, and they have, like, a sweet little, like, teenage love moment. Then all this shit happens, 10 years later, like, dubcon, noncon, forced marriages, etc. Now they find themselves back at that same beach, and sort of, like, a moment where it could be repeating that. And initially... I was going to have it be like, like kind of like a sweet full circle moment of like, this is where we were then, this is where we're now, like, et cetera. But now I'm like, maybe they should like 
start like fighting in the sand and like wrestle and like maybe there's a bonfire going on and she takes a a like a lit stick and like tries to set him on fire or something mm-hmm. where it's like <laughs> yep can you the samples these examples are like literally coming out of nowhere because I'm trying not to use the specifics of my book so it doesn't give anything away and kind of having them like literally sort of like fight it out and then maybe then still having the sweet like moment but it's kind of like you know in movies when the like dude friends get in like a big fight and then afterwards they're like both sitting there like icing their face and they're like man like we should we should what was that fight even about or like <laughs> yeah no no I, I mean I totally track and I think that you can have the beach fight scene especially when someone's like nah like you thought everything was gonna be all good like bullshit life's not like that you know like we can't pretend that that shit didn't happen and then they fight it out you know someone shoves a hot poker up the other person's ass whatever <laughs> and yeah and by the time that the sun rises they're both sitting there, one with an ice pack on their butthole because they got burned, and the other person just sitting there, whatever, and then they can have their, like, sweeter moment because they went through the shit, right? They went through the, the healing or yeah. confrontation. So, yeah, shove a pack up someone's butthole. Do it, Summer. <laughs> I'm into it. Wow, so that was a tangent of all tangents, but it really was related. In a way, we kept going from one relation to the next. I do. I don't know if you're stretching or raising your hand. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> okay. Because I want to talk about your book now. I was going to switch gears to your book. Is that what you were raising your hand for? No. But we could. We could just no. do that. We know. What were you raising your hand for? I wanted to ask a follow-up question about this hypothetical situation. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so there's like more fodder for my book. Absolutely. Okay. So in this situation, we've decided that they've fought on the beach and then as the sun rises, things are better, okay? Do they ever fight on the beach? And then, especially considering that dubcon noncom is like the theme of some of this like fighting, does that ever turn into like sex? Or- yeah. Does it not? I feel like that's a really heavy, I feel like that's a big question when it comes to smut and these topics that you're trying to mix in. Like, is it appropriate or is it not appropriate to have that turn into smut? Because usually in a smutty book, right? Like they fight, blood starts pumping, dicks get hard, like you bang it out. But in this much more morally heavy situation, maybe you're not banging it out. Or maybe you are, are, right? Because it's a book. Maybe, like, he's, like, apologizing. And then she starts, like, basically trying to fuck him. Because she's like, I'm so mad at you. Like, you do you see what you did? And he's like, yes. And he's, like, apologizing. And they're, like, angry fucking. But also, like, apologizing fucking after she's been trying to fuck him. Okay, that makes sense, though. Because I don't yeah. see Debcon, non-con being part of that conversation. So I would, I would fuck him. Okay, cool. So anywho, that's, let's get, let's get back on track. I read a book too, this week. Yeah. Okay. And Angie, you read this book too? Yep. It is called. Charming or Dead. <laughs> by Sarah Blue. Okay, sweet. I... Do you want to do the summary or do you want me to? You can do it. Okay. So summary of this book is there's a main character. Their name is Blair. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I blanked on that. Okay. So Blair's the main character. She's a witch. She doesn't fit in with her coven. That's like the main thing to know. She is... She doesn't fit in with her coven. She hates her mom. She calls her mom by her first name. That's always a sign that there's not happy family relations. She has no idea who her dad is, but she's managed to make a very successful life for herself. She owns a business. She owns a restaurant. She has good like investments. And she's also just like bankrolling the coven because her coven is all like 
earth fairy, earth fairy, sorry, earth witches. So they're very much like potions and stuff while she's more of like, I'm going to hex you. And that's mm-hmm. where we get into the charming your dad. So her boyfriend, who she knows she doesn't really belong with, but like she's still with him, ends up cheating on her with someone else from her coven. And mm-hmm. she's pissed. Like you do not cross this girl. Blair is a witch to be feared. So she finds out that the her ex-boyfriend's dad is going to be in town, finds, sees a picture of him, and he just happens to walk into her restaurant one day, like saddled up to the bar, and she's like, wow, what a great opportunity. I'm just going to bang this guy and get my retribution that way. And lo and behold, they have this wild connection, the father, whose name is Dax, and Blair, and it's like, it's hot. But it's just, there's, there's, it's like their magic is talking to one another, is how it gets described in the book. And the magic that this man pulls, because he's a demon, so he pulls some magic and some of the smutty scenes where he can, like, have tendrils of, like, I don't know, like like, smoke. Smoke, thank you. Yeah, like smoke, but it's like, and it's like just powerful enough to, like, hold you down or, Mm -hmm. like, it places so imagine if like you're fucking someone but also they have all this smoke that can just kind of like wrap around you and contort you in whatever way and just kind of like surround you like damn yeah and there are some scenes in the club too yeah god those are good scenes (laughs) those are some good scenes and then there's a lot of mystery and there's a lot of like adventure involved too once you say angie and the plot line like it's not just straight like smut. There's like there's a lot oh, of yeah no. Like there's a lot of they're getting places. They're doing things. They're portaling. They're taking yeah. edge. They're killing people. And the revelation too, when we get to the plot twist, was like whoa, all right, didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. Right, that was a good plot twist. Yeah, a plot twist. Yeah, I and also I saw that we we're gonna have a second book in the series, which I didn't know about. Yeah, I found out accidentally it's going to be about, it's not a spoiler if I say the name of another character, right? It's going to be the king of hell himself. Ooh. Yeah. Because, guys, Dax works for the for hell, works for the devil. Like, he's, he's a devil lackey, if I said that word correctly, or in the proper context. <laughs> yeah and he's like proof that dads did better why that fictional please because him what what was his name i don't even remember the name of the guy ryan is it ryan yeah ryan is the boyfriend yeah he's oh. just a human i think you're gonna say ryan that was the king of hell and i was like that <laughs> so disappointing <laughs> no he's lucifer can you imagine as one of the first names ever formed? Yeah. Fallen Angel. He's just a freaking human. Nothing special. He's really not. In this case. Yeah. And like even more because he sucks. But yeah. Yeah. And also like when you said Smoke, I remember that Smoke is also present in Ghost. So both books featured today have Demons and Smoke. What's the pattern for you, Angie? great pattern like i i think i read ghost and then i read charming your dad right after it was a good a good time was did you like the writing in charming your dad yeah yeah it was like it was my first sarah blue so like i don't know the other ones but i like this one yeah i liked the smut in it more than i think i liked the like action adventure writing but mm-hmm. also, oh yeah thinking through it as well I I like world building and like if someone's yeah. giving me a taste of action adventure mystery fantasy etc like I don't want it mm-hmm. to be kind of like short and choppy like I'd rather read more about it and I think to have to have these scenes of like kind of like complicated ish scenarios happening outside of the smut but to have them be written in like a shorter or like less elaborate way I think for me Mm -hmm. as someone who loves fantasy 
that was challenging to like wrap my head around. I'm like, no, like, wait, you, yeah, you got your point across, but also like, I would have read more about that. Yeah. No, I see your point. Yeah. I agree now that you're saying about that. And if you like world building, we can squeeze out another spooky season. Wreck. I already talked about it, but it's Nightshade and Infernium by Carrie Lake, the dark paranormal gothic romance. It's fantasy. And the world building is amazing. Okay. Seriously. It's like, can I talk about this book, too? Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, it, of course. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, cool. So it follows Farin and Jericho. And then we also have like Lustina that's from like past POVs, what happened in the past. And uh, I can't say much because otherwise it's going to spoil. Like uh, I went in blind as I always do. And I was, what's a good word for shocked? Like shocked is not. Bamboozled. I was bamboozled when I finished to know that it's a duology, but like both books are over 650 pages. Uh, yeah. And I was like, this came out of one person's brain. Because like by the end of the first book, I thought, oh, okay, now the the world is here. So the second book is only going to be what happens after the end of the first book, right? Like mm-hmm. the aftermath and like consequences and stuff. <laughs> no, the world was still building in the second book. And I was like, oh the lore is great the vibes are immaculate i think you're gonna like it just saying it is it and the writing is really good like it's poetic and i cried oh yeah is the what's like the time period Hmm. So uh, the present time, I'm not exactly sure where, like, when it takes place, but it's kind of contemporary. But then the past POVs is like 1800s, I think, 1700s. See, I don't remember, but it's way before, like centuries before. Gotcha. But it's yeah, that the present-ish is like kind of like our modern society. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh and it also like when i started i was like oh my god it takes place in chicago for a part of before they go to the fantasy world yeah. uh, like in the portal and she's here and i was like oh i gotta find this entrance to this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that came by megan like recommendation shout out to megan yep yep okay well, another book for spooky season here. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know if you like gothic romance, and I'm a sucker for gothic romance. Well, so. I understand why you like wrath so much now. Yeah, yeah, we're we're soulmates. Isn't it sad? <laughs> My soulmate's a fictional man. <laughs> I actually love that question. We should start asking people what their soulmates are for fictional men somewhere. Right. I was just thinking of a few questions I had that were for Angie, but is is Wrath your fictional man? Do you think he is your ultimate book boyfriend? Do I have to pick only one? Can I have my own white shoes? Is it easier? Yeah. It's easier for me. Okay, build okay. build your build your white shoes. <laughs> like build a bear. They would all I feel like they would all be emails though. My latest ones are all like sad boys dark gothic <laughs> so why <laughs> well yeah wrath for sure i will not pick remy because i need to have some other series <laughs> in this i would say <sighs> jesus what, what what size white shoes are we talking about three just so i can uh, okay hold on red for sure what's the name of the guy from requiem i don't even remember see he's my soulmate and i don't know don't know his name that's terrible is it like Knox or talks or something like that no Knox is my cat no i'm joking talks <laughs> pax no pax is from riot uh, like the riot act i think oh. theo theo from requiem 
but uh, see that's the thing i keep like going for the same authors and series because i've been reading the same people but like they have a lot of books ran from right house also the good one okay but no wait cool i'm just gonna go for the ones that i remember from the top of my head newest ones because after that jericho took a corner in my heart and i'm gonna go with manson from losers okay wait do i want manson or do i want jericho from jericho from nightshade okay and then what was the the one that i said before red from that series that we know about that little that summer doesn't like (laughs) (laughs) and then ah man no, I'm going to pick Vincent, not Vincent. I'm going to pick Vincent from Losers. Okay. These are my, like, and, my... But Rath is for sure. He's been my soulmate since I've read it. The other ones are, like, new ones. And if you could make your golden retriever of a husband have a single demon characteristic... Ooh. Oh my god. It could be like a physical it could be a physical characteristic or it could be a magical characteristic. I mean if you can all of a sudden start smoke. Um, okay. Only one. And since I cannot pick between a forked tongue and the changing can I say the word? Dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Dick. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the shadows because there's a lot of stuff that you can do with those. <laughs> you really can. Because like I honestly cannot. Like if I I would too bad if I picked like fork tongue. But then... would you? No, I'm gonna go with shadows. I'm not gonna overthink this. I'm gonna go with shadows. I like it. Well, there- yeah. Well, were you going to say something? Would I rather? I was going to ask, would you say that your husband is a golden retriever? Oh, yes. He's a golden retriever, cinnamon roll. Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite of every book boyfriend ever. I've <laughs> um, had talks, though. It's like what you want to read about versus what you want to live with two very different things and that's satisfied in a variety of ways mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i took too long though i'm like overthinking the why choose question i took like two hours to answer that <laughs> it's a serious question it's a very serious question. you took a yeah. Long time. yeah and now like i'm gonna overthink the fact that i left out probably better option for me but whatever (laughs) (laughs) and last question is if you could be you personally could be (laughs) any one of the monster slash paranormal creature beings that we that you read about (laughs) which would be so you could be like a human-esque thing like a shifter or a witch no, I would 100% be a vampire. I've always wanted to be a vampire since I was 13. <laughs> that hasn't changed. That's like the one constant in the never change. <laughs> that was an easy answer then. That was an easy answer. <laughs> yeah. The vampire. I did. What about you guys? I would want to be a witch. I like... I was so into wizards and stuff. I would just, I was so friggin' into them. You're a wizard, Summer. <laughs> Sorry. I was, like, I had my own wizarding school. Yeah. So, <laughs> wizard. I think I too would be a witch because I don't know what else to be. Because I want to be humanoid. I like myself. I like my body. Like, I want to fuck a dragon. Absolutely. Oh, you know, a what? dragon? I'd probably be like Faye. I'd be like Faye with some powers. Yeah. I'd be Faye. That's easy. Because then I'm humanoid because I like my human body. But 
you have like healing properties, which how fucking dope would that be for my life? Yes, please. So healing properties, you look hot, you live a really long time, you have really good sex. You can take dragon dick. I don't know. These seem all like good things to me. Plus, I'd love some like power. Like, I don't know what the power is going to be. That would, That's a different question. But I'd love like some little bit of spice. A little bit of pixie dust. A little bit of pixie dust. <laughs> Where's some of that on? What? What? You said pixie dust. I got immediately triggered that I forgot vein for my white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> from the last boys yeah let's do five so then i'm gonna add vane and ryan from skeletons of society okay oh i like that shirin badass yes yeah i don't know if your boys would all get along with one another but i like it nonetheless yeah i will i will find a way (laughs) i'm a denominator yeah, they will all stay together because they're love of you. Yes. Okay, I love that concept. <laughs> Speaking of men staying together, Kelsey, I think most of the group scene, if not all of them, are in book three of Lords. So just yes. settle in. Yes. I'm excited to go visit my aunt and uncle after this, but now I'm going to be thinking about group scenes. Like, I can't be thinking about group <laughs> scenes. Good ones. Family. You know, like I just my brain can't do that. Yeah, can't do it. Grocery shopping, fine. I don't care. Visiting family, different subject. I I do not know what I'm going to do about this new book coming out. My grandma's already asking when she can have it. (laughs) I think I just have to lay down. I think I just have to lay down, lay down the law that like, yeah, you can't. Speaking of that, I was reading the author's note, and they're like, if you know me in real life, for the love of God, don't read it. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did I, did, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but so Gabby's uncle read the first book, and he's like, he's kind of like a hippie yoga dude, like, very very just like free-spirited right and he Gabby's aunt read the first book and then lent the first book to him and then he was like I love the first book I don't want the second book so I lent him a copy and then now he's like harping me for the third one and I'm just like (laughs) because like he you normally I'd be like okay okay it's fine but then he was like we were at like art fair and he was like yeah, you know, God, I can't get this out. He, he, he was like, yeah, I can't believe Libby, who's his sister, said that she couldn't finish the second book because it was too violent. And he was like, there wasn't that much violence going on. I mean, I don't know when they could fit, fit it in with, with all the sex. She was just getting pounded. And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> Deceased. And... Well, then he was like, and I kept thinking, you know, what does a gay girl know about all this stuff? You must have very vivid imagination. <laughs> and like, it's, it would almost be worse to be like, oh no, like, you know, I've been with guys too, because then now he's thinking it's from personal experience. So I'd rather he just think it's all from my imagination. But now I'm just like, do you have to read the third one? Like, I feel like we're starting a bad precedent. So anywho, this is my, you can, you can tell my voice how frantic I'm getting about this situation I'm slowly digging myself into. Thank God my grandmother doesn't know how to use the internet. Yeah, but your mom could like send her a copy. I know, but if I tell my mom not to, she won't. My mom still hasn't read the second book. She read my short story for the anthology, okay. um, Love Not War, and she she was like, I loved all the fighting and she was so strong and I loved all of that stuff and the adventure, but 
what, there were just so many dicks. They were, oh, why were they always so, and she literally went like this, you guys can't see, but she literally just like did the like hand in the face thing where she's like, they're, they're, they were just always there. She just always had a dick. Always had a dick in her face. So I think, and that's why I just told my mom, I'm like, it's going to be more and more like that. And I think she's less and less interested. Well, at least your mom is not reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Can you imagine if your mom was giving you suggestions on how you can make it dirtier? (laughs) (laughs) And in these two, like, very polar opposite scenarios, which one would you rather be in? Respecting your writing from afar or nitpicking it because it's not dirty enough? Oh, respecting it from afar. Just as much of it afar. As much as it can be far, far. Far, far. I don't know how, how much I can express how far it just needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's wrap up. And our wrap-up question of today is going to be, what is on your spooky TBL? Okay. I am not a huge spooky person, just in general. So on my spooky TBR is going to be Lords of Wrath because, sorry, not Lords of Wrath, Lords of Mercy, because that is, there's skulls in it, there's spooky topics, and I'm sure Halloween's going to come up at some point. So for me, that is spooky enough. Angie, what is on your TBR for the spooky season? Oh my God, my TBR for spooky season is long. I've been doing I've been doing really well with it because I've read one, two, three, four, five, six books out of it already, and all of them are good spooky wrecks. Wow! If you want, we talk about Nightshade and Infernium. That was on my TBR. Then we had Lovely Bad Things by Trisha Wolf. Amazing! If you like Criminal Minds and spooky vibes, then I read What Moves the Dead by T. No, sorry, T. Kingfisher. It's a retelling of The Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. Very good as well. And then what I need to read is Arcana from Runix, whenever it comes out. Kingdom of the Feared Fantasy, the third book, last book in the series. And then I have some ones, like some other ones that are not romance, that are straight up horror, horror books from what I've seen. So we have Stolen Tongues by Felix Blackwell, Pan Pal by Dayton, I'm going to butcher the name, I don't know how to pronounce this, Arabuck, and Gone to See the River Men by Christopher Triana. These are, some of them are extreme horror, so we'll see how it goes. You have half a month left. How are you going to read all those? Oh, I think the other ones are short ones. I've got I got through the worst ones. <laughs> so, I mean, by worse, I mean the thickest. Yeah, like the length was. Okay. Yeah. Well, solid suggestions for our listeners there. Summer, what's yeah. on your spooky TBR? On my spooky TBR is The Losers by Harley LaRue. I've just been seeing a lot of really good teasers, a lot of really good aesthetics. The Dare is a novella, so I know I can, like, read that and then get into the other one. It's not like I have to read, like, three books before I can get into this one. Um, so, also, I would love to read the, like, Her Soul for Revenge, Her Soul for All That by Harley LaRue as well. And that's even more spooky. There's, like, demons in graveyards again. Banging it out. Banging it out. <laughs> Banging it out. But, yeah, that's on my spooky TBR. Granted, by the time this releases, like, the spooky season will almost be over. But... That's okay. I mean, my smoky season is going to the end of November. Way of life. Probably. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to find some Christmas books. You after have to want to. I see the look on yeah. your face. I want to let you know I'm forcing you into this. <laughs> season all year long. You do you, though, because life's too short to read bad books. There's too many good yeah. ones out there. But may I just say that all of Summer's TBR I've already read and I highly recommend. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Okay. Angie, tell me, where can I find you on social media? 
Instagram, TikTok, same thing. At Herschel for books. That obviously comes from Harley. <laughs> Herschel for revenge. <laughs> and yeah, that's my handle in both. So you can find me there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It has been an absolute blast having you talking about all things spooky and tangenty because I think we are all very good at that. Yes, <laughs> it was amazing. Anytime to talk about demons and spooky stuff, I'm here. <laughs> and fork tongue. Don't forget the fork tongue. Smoke. Okay, I'm getting, <laughs> getting past myself here. Listeners, we will catch you next week. Bye, everyone. Toodles. 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 <laughs>